Welcome back to hour two of the Conservative Daily Podcast. Let's go ahead and jump to my screen, Mr. Producer. This is straight from the desk of Donald J. Trump. We're going to read it. It's, it's long. You know he's pissed when he doesn't make any paragraph indentations. He is pissed. Donald Trump is pissed. So let's read it for everyone in the audio version. You can Let me make this a little bigger so you can more easily read along on the video version. Here's what he says. I have just learned through leaks in the mainstream media that after being under investigation from the time I came down the escalator five and a half years ago, including the fake Russia, Russia, Russia hoax, the the two-year, $48 million, no collusion Mueller witch hunt, impeachment hoax number one, impeachment hoax number two, and others that the Democrat New York Attorney General has informed my organization that their investigation is no longer just a civil matter, but also potentially a criminal investigation working with the Manhattan District Attorney's Office. There is nothing more corrupt than an investigation that is in desperate search of a crime. But make no mistake, that is exactly what is happening here. The Attorney General of New York literally campaigned on prosecuting Donald Trump even before she knew anything about me. She said that if elected, she would use her office to look into every aspect of my real estate dealing. She swore that she would definitely sue me. She boasted on video that she would be, and I quote, a real pain in the ass. She declared, just wait until I'm in the Attorney General's office, and I've got my eyes on Trump Tower. She also promised that if elected, she would join with law enforcement, join with law enforcement um, and other attorney generals across the country in removing this president from office. Wow. And it's important that everyone understand that the days of Donald Trump are coming to an end. The attorney general made each of these statements, not after having had an opportunity to look at actually look at the facts, but before she was even elected, before she had even she had seen even a shred of evidence. This is something that happens in failed third world countries, not the United States. If you can run for a prosecutor's office pledging to take out your enemies and be elected to that job by partisan voters who wish to enact political retribution, then we are no longer a free constitutional democracy. Likewise, the district attorney's office has been going after me for years based on a lying, discredited lowlife who was not who was not listened to or given credibility by other prosecutorial offices and sentenced to three years in prison for lying and other events unrelated to me. These investigations have also been going on for years with members and associates of the Trump organization being viciously attacked, harassed, and threatened in order to say anything bad about the 45th president of the United States. This would include having to make up false stories. Numerous documents, all prepared by large and prestigious law and accounting firms, have been examined, and many hours of testimony have been taken from many people, some of which I have not seen in years. These Democrat offices are consumed with this political and partisan witch hunt at a time when crime is up big in New York City. Shootings are up 97%, murders are up 45%, a rate not seen in 40 years. Drugs and criminals are pouring into our country in record numbers from our now unprotected southern border, and people are fleeing New York for other much safer locations to live. This is incredible. This is incredible. This is really incredible. Um, so <laughs> I, 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 I'm, you can read this, find it from the desk of Donald Trump. Sorry, an ad just started playing and, and distracting me a little bit. Um, yeah, he, he's absolutely right. He's absolutely right that with everything bad going on in New York City, murders, robberies, violent crime for the attorney general's office to be looking into real estate dealings. Very, very shady indeed. If you want to call in, our number is 888-441-1121. Call in, talk about this, talk about anything. Um, I mentioned yesterday that Pennsylvanians were voting on two potential constitutional amendments 
let's uh let's go ahead and put up my screen they won so yesterday this is scott pressler on twitter congratulations to pennsylvania for voting yes to amendments number one and two which limit the power of the governor we should adopt these in every state across the country tom wolf and the democrats are very angry yes they should be they absolutely should be so that's good news for pennsylvania good news anyone who is watching the show from pennsylvania please do give yourself a pat on the back and we've just seen in action the ability of people to vote at the ballot box to change their state you can do it too you don't have to just be a follower you can be the leader who helps change your local politics your county politics your state politics even federal office for the better but you have to learn how to do it right it, it yes running for office is hard but it's not as hard as people make it out to be and one of the sponsors of, of our show how to run for office as a christian conservative wants to break it down and make it as easy as possible for you to learn how to run for office not just for you to learn how to run yourself but also to teach you how to be a campaign manager, how to be a director, right? how to be a canvasser. All these things that are very important to taking back the country. This is the course for you. And as I've said time and time again, this course is the only course of its kind that presents the information from a biblical world view. It's very important as you learn how to run for office and take the country back that you not be corrupted by the very institutions you want to change. And that is why it's so important to, to take this course, the only course from that presents the information from a biblical worldview. Now go to www.runforoffice.training forward slash CD. Link is in the description. And if you use promo code CD10, you'll get an extra 10% off. It's very important that we all glorify God through government for such a time as this. Again, go to www.runforoffice.training forward slash CD and use promo code CD10 for an extra 10% off. So Joe Biden, yeah, very bad day yesterday. Very bad day yesterday. Anyone who hasn't seen it, definitely watch the first hour. Joe, Joe Biden had a very bad day. And if you haven't already, hit that thumbs up on Facebook. Give us a, give us a share, comment. Very, very important as, so we can reach more people. On DLive, keep commenting. And we are also on Twitch and conservative-daily.com. Um, he's also now out and about today doing the graduation speech for the Coast Guard. And it didn't go well. It didn't go well. It didn't go well. They, they didn't want him there. Who would want him there? Listen, if I was going into the armed forces and I had to listen to Joe Biden give my address, my my uh, commencement address, I'd be pissed. I'd say you're not you're not really my commander in chief. I don't want to hear from you. Well, Joe Biden didn't like that they weren't fawning all over him. He didn't like that they weren't celebrating his every pre-written word, and he started lashing out at them a bit. You don't see this from a president, a commander in chief. Let's play this clip. This is cut number 11. Well, Cadet Ted, there's a seat on Air Force One if you have to get home. It may be tough. <laughs> I can only assume that you will enjoy educating your family about how the Coast Guard is, quote, the hard nucleus around the Navy forms in times of war. You are quite, you're a really dull class. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Is the sun getting to you? I would think you'd have an opportunity when I say that about the Navy to clap, but being here together. But all kidding aside, being here together is a victory in and of itself. Wow. Not many commanders in chief can say that they gave a speech at a, one of the uh, military academies. 
and got such a poor response, actually criticized them for not applauding harder. Really incredible stuff. The speech was also <laughs> was also full of just it was completely dull. It was obvious he didn't read the speech before he got on. Someone else wrote it for him. And that's the worst. When you give Joe Biden a speech he's never read before, like like he he can go he can ad lib parts if he needs to and, and seem like he has a coherent thought. But when they pre-write the, the script and he hasn't read it, and it's just it's just so dull. I'm not going to make you suffer through a ton of it, but I want you to hear a little bit of just what the the Coast Guard graduates got to listen to, just so you can understand why they weren't giving him a standing ovation. Let's play this. This is cut number 12. This year, the Academy has graduated a class that is just over one-third women. And those, you got it. I was telling the commandant, I just appointed three women as combatant commanders around the world. And those numbers are going up year by year. As I said, I recently nominated Vice Admiral Linda Fagan. Class of 85 in the Coast Guard is the first female four-star admiral. We need to see more women at the highest levels of command. We have to make sure that women have the chance to succeed and thrive throughout their careers. There's a saying we use in a different context, a Chinese saying, it says, women hold up half the world. It's an absolutely stupid position not to make sure they represent at least half of what we do. Every member of armed forces should feel safe uh, and respected cut it. in the ranks. Let's cut it. Classic Joe Biden giving a speech at a military commencement, quoting a Marxist, a Chinese Marxist. Classic Joe Biden. I mean, could you expect anything less? Of course, of course, he's he's there quoting a Marxist, yelling at our our graduates because they don't enjoy his BS. Taz is saying, did he really just quote China? Yeah, he really did did just give a Chinese saying about how women hold up the world. Yeah, listen, uh, women do a lot, but the whole deal where oh yeah, we're gonna have more women than ever in the Coast Guard. Listen. We sh- the Coast Guard should be filled with whoever is going to do the job the best. And the minute you are you are assigning graduating slots or slots in the different academies based on race or gender, you have a problem. You have a problem. If, if, it shouldn't even be a, a determining factor. It shouldn't. It should just be whoever's the most qualified. And if that ends up being women, then more power to them. That's fine. So we do have Gammy Sparkles on the line again. She's been calling in a lot lately, but we'd love to have her on. Gammy, welcome to the show. Thank you. Hey, everybody. What do you think about Joe Biden? What do you think about Joe Biden yesterday uh, schmoozing right. up to Rashida to leave? I to address it, but if you want it, I'm getting ready to give it to you. Freak you out, but baby, here's the deal. And this is for everybody, and especially Janice. I'm going to make a shout out to you and don't worry. We going to fix all this. Number one, Mr. Mr. Poser in chief mm-hmm. has got his head so far planted up his own rectum. He'll never see the light of day ever. Now <laughs> you need to remember every time he upsets 
to focus. We need to remember what is we're starting to lose you. Gammy Sparkles, we're, we're starting to lose you. Optic. What, honey? Oh, we're starting. You're starting to cut in and out. Now, can you hear me? Yes, yes. Okay, keep going. I said just whenever you press, you picture him with his head planted up his rectum, and then you don't have to worry. That's it. That's all you get because he's an optic. Yeah. Well, I'll tell he you, Gabby. not real. I'll tell you, right before I came real. on, right before I came on today, what? my son was downstairs. Right before I came on today, my son was downstairs watching National Geographic shows. He asked my wife to put on a TV show about hammerhead sharks. He calls them hammer sharks. And she wasn't really paying attention. She just put on whatever. And I'm walking by getting ready to, to go on the air. And I see something that is, that is shocking. She had put on a documentary about the pearlfish. Have you ever heard of a pearlfish, Gammy? Yes, I actually have. So a, a pearlfish lives in the ocean, and the way it survives, the way it doesn't get eaten, is it hides inside of the rectum of sea cucumbers. Go ahead and put up my screen, Miss Producer. I promise this is PG. It's friendly. So this is a pearlfish hiding inside of the rectum of sea cu cucumber. Fun fact, fun ocean fact, sea cucumbers breathe out of their anuses. So the sea cucumber will go up, we'll give it a little sniff, and then we'll hide inside of it. And I think that if Joe Biden had a spirit animal, it would absolutely be the pearlfish. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right. So now I had a reason for calling. Last yeah. night we had an FEC meeting. Can you hear me good? Uh -huh. Yes, yes. And uh, J Joe came and spoke at the end of it. They mm -hmm. had a guest. Oh my God. But the Stanley Thorne is an attorney out of Texas. And speaking on all of us little guys, how do we deal with, like, at the university, at the school, mm -hmm. at the school board, wherever, where we say, no, we don't want our kids to have these shots. Uh, we're starting to lose you again. Fire your butt and do not just leave. Make them fire you if they do, because then you can yeah. have standing and legal precedent. But, but this guys, this is the funny part. This Mr. Thorne was super, and and he was, um, I guess, invited through Randy Corporon in Denver, who's mm -hmm. also an attorney. Yeah, I, I know so Randy well. The people that give us guidance on how in. Uh, Oh, uh, we're losing you, Gammy. Thorn we're losing you. Sidekick. Oh, now can yeah. you hear me? Yeah, we do. I said, I hope Joe. Just... Damn. Yeah, unfortunately, Stanley... your, your, your connection is really bad, Gammy. We're going to have to let you go. I'm sorry. I'm, I don't want to. Now can you, you hear but... it? Yeah, but you're cutting in and out every minute. Um, So why, why don't you try that? calling back? Try, try calling back and let's see if we can figure out that um, we're going to take you off the air. Try calling back and see if you work can work with the producer. All right, to figure I'll call out right back. Why? Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm sorry about that. I I, I don't like kicking Granny Gammy Sparkles off, but um, that was very whatever's going on with her with her wireless. It's uh yeah, Robert says it sounds like a fax machine. It absolutely does. So hopefully, um, the producer can talk Gammy through it and maybe get her to walk to a different window and figure that out. Um, in the meantime, let's let's keep going. Um, lots of people liking the pearlfish comment. Yeah, it's absolutely true. The pearlfish survives by hiding inside of the sea cucumber's anus, which uh, <laughs> small world. Gammy Sparkles talking about Joe Biden's head up his own ass just reminded me of the pearlfish, which I got to watch a little bit of a documentary zoned out on my way up here. Um, yeah, and, and Gammy, if, if you can call on a landline, that would probably be better. I know most people don't have landlines now, um, but if you can, we'd be happy to have you on if we can get those fixed. Um, so there's also news this week. Let's go ahead to my screen, Mr. Producer. The Supreme Court has decided to take up what the media is calling, at least this page, is calling a blockbuster case over Mississippi's 15-week abortion ban. It's a big deal. This has been kind of languishing on the Supreme Court's uh, conference schedule for a while now. It was on there, and the Supreme Court wasn't deciding one way or another. They wanted to see who Donald Trump was going to add to the bench. Obviously, he added Amy Coney Barrett to the bench, and now the Supreme Court says they are ready to hear the case. Just to explain what this is, Mississippi passed a law that banned abortion after 15 weeks gestation. It is one of the lower ranges that we have seen. We've seen other, other states that have done 20 weeks, 21 weeks, 24 weeks. Um, it's definitely one of the lower parts of that range, but they set it at 15 weeks. That was blocked by district court. It was over. It was blocked again by the appeals court, a very conservative appeals court, I might add. So the only reason that the Supreme Court would want to take this up would be if they thought the appeals court got it wrong. Typically, I mean, the only reason the Supreme Court would take a case, there's two reasons. I, I lied. There's two reasons. They believe at least four justices but really usually five because the four won't go along with it unless they think they have a fifth. At least four justices believe that they erred, the lower courts erred and, and got it wrong. Or there is a circuit split. A circuit split is when different circuit courts rule differently on a, the same or a similar issue. For example, one of the reasons that the Supreme Court is finally taking up a concealed carry case out of New York is because you have a circuit split. You have the circuit dealing with Illinois saying that, yes, you have the right to carry a gun. And then you have the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals saying, yes, you have the right to conceal carrying public. But you have New York, New Jersey, a different area, Ninth Circuit dealing with California, all saying that you don't have the right to conceal carry. So that's the other time that a Supreme Court will jump in because you can't have people living under different sets of rules. You can't have people living in one state having a right and people in another state not having a right. So they jump in to resolve a circuit split. But with this, we don't have a circuit split. There's nowhere in the country where the appeals court and the, and the district courts have concluded that these kind of bans can stay on the books. So that's not that's out of the window, right? Un unless, I guess, they want to come in and just settle it once and for all. But there really isn't any reason to do that because all of the courts have already blocked these kinds of laws. So the only logical reason to do this is that you think they got it wrong or that you think you want to actually settle it and do a, and set policy. So I don't want to talk too much about this today, but I want to explain why this is such a big deal. When you had Roe v. Wade decided, lots of people just say, Roe v. Wade, you have the right to abortion, period. No, Roe v. Wade was decided and they basically carved out 
this little la non-existent language in the Constitution that you have the right to medical privacy. Notice that you don't hear the pro-choicers screaming about my body, my choice, medical privacy when it comes to vaccine passports. No, all of a sudden they've shifted their they've shifted their conversation a bit on that. But Roe versus Wade said that you have the right to medical privacy, meaning that if you want to have a medical um, abortion, it's between you and your doctor, and the government doesn't have the right to intervene. Caveat though, as long as the baby had not reached the stage of viability yet. That's important because viability in the 1970s is very different than viability today. The Supreme Court defined viability as the ability to survive outside the womb with or without medical assistance. So it's not, viability doesn't mean that you can survive outside the womb on your own. No, if you have to be in an incubator, if you need to be on a respirator, as a, a baby needs to be on a respirator, they're still viable, right? obviously, if, if you define viability in any other way, that would have huge ramifications. Is someone who is disabled not a viable person because they need they need a wheelchair to roll around? No, obviously not. So you can't you have to define viability life as being able to survive with or without medical intervention. Otherwise, anytime someone went on a ventilator, they would no longer be alive. Right? You, you can't define it that way. So in the 1970s, it was it was a lot harder for a premature baby to survive to survive and to grow into adulthood today. I mean, I, I just had dinner with neighbors and they brought over their daughter. Their daughter was born at 23 weeks. Yeah, 23 weeks gestation, very premature. She's my son's age. She's happy, running around playing, sharp as a tack, right? Able to talk and, and laugh. She's a normal kid, but 23 weeks. It's incredible. It's incredible how medicine has advanced to the point where a baby can be born at 23 weeks at 23 weeks and survive. And, but if you take the night, the, from the 1970s, if you take Roe versus Wade, technically that's before the point of viability, according to the Supreme court. So you have Roe versus Wade set in 1970s medical technology. And now five centuries later, it has advanced to the point where yes, a baby can be born at 20 weeks and survive. It, it's touch and go, but it's possible. There are adults alive today who have been born at 20 weeks and a couple days, right? So th this is not even new technology. This is, this is technology from 10, 20 years ago. So it's absolutely imperative that, that the court address this because we cannot have a right defined by medical technology that was set in the 1970s. It has to advance. And I, I, that's not what a lot of people want to hear. A lot of people want to hear abortions outlawed forever. I, I would love that. But again, just like the Democrats are smart playing the long game, we have to play the long game too. And if we go this route, a day will come where medicine will allow a baby born at three weeks or five weeks, right, to survive with medical intervention. So I'm very excited about this. 15 weeks, not sure how they're going to do, do with this. I think 15 weeks is, 15 weeks, correct me if I'm wrong, is the heartbeat. So that's a very obvious definition of life when the heart starts, starts beating, because when the heart stops beating, that's the definition of death, medical definition of death. So it'll be very interesting to see the Supreme Court deal on this. They wouldn't be taking this case if they agreed with the appeals court, because then it'd just be a waste of everyone's everyone's time. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's going to be interesting Supreme Court schedule over the next year. Okay, we have Gammy Sparkles back on, hopefully getting all of the problems with the audio out of the way. Gammy, can you hear me? Yes. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Did you switch phones? No, I just moved it a little bit. It's my computer, I think, interfering. Ah, uh, yeah. I yeah. think. After I all, don't we're, know. We're, 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 
if you have the microwave going, turn the microwave off. Lots of things can can create interference. But go ahead. What do you want to talk about? Yeah. Well, I want to finish my conversation about Stanley Thorne, the attorney who was trying to help us know what mm-hmm. our legal rights are, you know, as, as a okay. um, people to say no to things and to bring it to official places like the head of the university or the school so that you can say to them, look, this is what I know is my legal right. And further, um, also, that if you're being fired, you can say no, and then if they have to do it, fine, but then you have legal rights. But what was so wild, you know how you do all that research for Joe all the time? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Did you say yes? Yes, yes. Okay. Well, this guy had a sidekick. His name is Patrick Canty. I think he's Irish. And he gets up there on the stage. Holy shiza. He's wearing a damn orange kilt. (laughs) I'm going to tell you what. Evidently, he is sharp as a tack. And um, it was just such a great optic. But... But this is a resource we're all going to have. That's why I was hoping Joe would bring him on and interview him because you need to know that you have options and that this mm-hmm. this false narrative and commercials, you know, the ads, the social engineering, they're trying to shove that shot down your children and it and if we already know that it's bad. And um, yeah. so I'm so scared about it that I took it to my congressman, Lamborn, and I'm telling mm-hmm. you, everybody in this audience needs to go to everybody they know, read that We Are the Prey data from Dr. Bregan, and tell your people you're killing us. You're socially, I mean, you're um, not socially, uh, genetically manipulating us, and our young people don't need any part of that. Yeah. So, so Gammy, um, what do you think about what, what do you think about? I want I want to talk about a, c- a couple of the issues that we're talking about today. What do you think about Biden with uh, taking the pro-Palestine stance? What do you think about the Biden administration? Are you kidding me? Taking the Palestine side. All right, look, there is no Palestine. There never was a country of Palestine. It's all optics ever since Jimmy Carter decided to bring Yasser Arafat into our White House. And that was when I was young and I was having a S.H. Shisa fit. He's a terrorist. You don't bring them to the White House. And Hamas, you know, they might have some concerns, which Bibi Netanyahu was willing to deal with the people in the Palestinian region. But you know, they've taken more and more of Israel that was given to Israel after the or be, yeah, after World War II, and they, they keep making them give up more. But these people will hide behind young children and innocent people and then sling bombs at Israel. They are terrorists, and there's yeah. only one thing that Israel can do. If they won't stop and stand down, then they're going to have to blow them to kingdom come. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, it, it's true. So what, what do you think about, <laughs> I love, I love getting Gammy's perspective. Well, I, I don't think I've ever talked about this as we're waiting to get back on. I was talking to everyone about the Supreme court case coming down about the Mississippi abortion ban. What do you think about the Supreme court taking up a case that could finally, um, deal with the issue of Roe v. Wade 
and potentially, I mean, there's six conservatives on the bench, but potentially allow states to start placing more restrictions on elective abortions. What do you think about that? Well, you know, if that life can sustain, and then I mean, they're talking about wanting to kill babies that are born, you know, full term. I mean, I listened to all this and it's appalling, but um, I, yeah. I'm getting kind of scared of the government making so many rules in our lives. Not that I don't, you know, think this is important, but where yeah. do we stop having somebody tell us how to eat, sleep, and poop every day? Julia, cradle to grave, Karen, yeah. this and that. I mean, we have got so much more government. When do we get government out of our churches, out of our lives, out of our doctor's offices? They're supposed to protect yeah. us national security-wise and energy-wise and all that. But, you know, it starts to feel like we have no control over anything anymore. Yeah. It, it really does. Gary, you, you, you should you should write a book. Has anyone ever told you to write a book? Oh, yeah. People that I'd know me and know what I went through with my ex when we were traveling. You know, I drove the Gaza Strip with my ex. He was doing Christian training for this group yeah. after he wrote one of his books. And we drove the Gaza Strip. And, and I mean, you know, they're all talking holy sweet stuff, and I'm sitting in the damn van, I'm seeing hovercraft crashed on the beach, and, and wire made up into Vs, yeah. and then what, what, oh, sandbags and stuff, and they're yeah. all, you know, nah, nah, and they were driving to the Dead Sea, and they wanted us all to go soak in that black tarry thing. Man, I lied, I said it was my time of the month, because I damn sure wasn't oh, getting wait, in that <laughs> crap. In the Dead I Sea? I wasn't going to do it. And then I thought, holy crap, we can be going away here. And they're all being all, whoa, whoa, whoa. And I just thought, get me the hell out of here. Why, why didn't you go <laughs> in the Dead Sea? The Dead Sea's really cool. Well, you can have it. You know, <laughs> I went in it. I wanted to put my nice cheeks in it. <laughs> we know you wear a, you wear a swimsuit. <laughs> uh, anyone who's never yeah. been in the Dead Sea, it is, it is, no, it is a trip. Is an ex it's an experience. It is so salty that if you get any in your eyes or in your mouth, it feels like your body's on fire, but you can actually stand up like, like just stay stiff, like a pencil, like doing a pencil dive. And you actually, half of your body will be out of the water. That's how buoyant it is. Now, I, I, I like Let the dead. Let me tell you something, but baby. Then, if there if are I some saw hovercraft in military operations, I wouldn't have been there. I did not yeah. need that. We went to the Russian church. And underground, you look through a mm -hmm. hole, and it shows the cave where Christ was born. And I'm looking yeah, down, I've, and I've everybody was all, you know, moony-eyed. And I'm hearing gunshots in the damn parking lot. <laughs> yeah, and no. I thought, okay, yeah, no, that... I'm not just feeling the love here. <laughs> well, I could not well, wait Gammy, to get the hell out of Dodge. Well, Gammy, most people, uh, it's, it's generally the truth that there's a such thing as grandmotherly wisdom. But you have wisdom on another level's. Another level, Gammy Sparkles. Before we let you go, before we let you go, I'll give you the final word. What do you want to tell everyone about? Well, the final word is Janice nails a question in there. She was talking about how this makes her feel so, I think she said depressed. Mm -hmm. I don't remember what you said now, Janice, but you were down about everything that's happening. And Max, listen to me. 
Joe keeps trying to inform us. You, you know, you all are trying to inform us. Mm -hmm. And if we don't start at our absolute local precincts and level, if we can't afford that program you got, so we go to our precinct, our local people, and say we want to get involved. But people are getting very frightened and upset because we're watching devastation on levels that we. I can't just say everything's cool. It's not cool, yeah. and we're all scared, and everybody can say we need to fight, but damn, day to day, we're all living a nightmare, and we have yeah. to hope that Joe and the street fighters and all the guys are right, that we're going to get this ship righted, because pretty soon, holy shiza, this is, this is something we've yeah. all got to grab hold to, do what we can. The red line has been crossed. Yeah. I, I know exactly what you're saying. It does feel exhausting on a day-to-day -day basis have to having to cover so much wrong. But like, I, I love to be able to do a show just about good news. We were able to do that under the Trump administration. I love to do a show on just good news. But the problem is even when, when I find good news, we're being inundated with do so what? much bad news. Even when I find yeah. good news, yeah. we're being inundated with so much bad news. If I don't cover the bad news, it's only going to get worse. So I, I, I feel you. I know exactly what you're talking about well well gammy thank you so much for the call uh, always do appreciate you calling in you are an absolute firecracker have a good one thank you love y'all that was gammy sparkle she had to call in twice because she had a little bit of audio problems but we always do appreciate when gammy calls in anyone else who wants to call in 888-441-1121 is our number she's talking about how she was in palestine um, at, a, at one of the churches and she's hearing gunshots in the street in the parking lot. Listen, the odds of you being in Palestine and, and having to face down a gunman are slim to none. I mean, maybe, but most likely slim to none. But the odds of an emergency or disaster striking at you when you least expect it, it's always a possibility. And if you don't live in an urban area and you live in the suburbs, in a rural area, if you're out in the wilderness, doing whatever it is you do, hiking, fishing, hunting, off-roading, mountain biking, all different things you do in the outdoors. When disaster strikes, you need to make sure that you are protected, that your family is protected. That's why we are so proud to call Air Med Care Network a sponsor of the show. This is the kind of coverage you really need if you spend a lot of time outdoors or if you live in, an, in a remote area or if, hey, even if you live in the suburbs, right? Not, you don't have to live in the middle of the nowhere to need an air medical transport. We've talked over the past week with lots of people who live in the suburbs who just needed an air medical transport from one location to another for whatever reason. Maybe it was just the fastest way to get to, from A to B. A lot of traffic maybe just made sense logistically. Air med, air med Care Network, for as low as $85 a year, your entire family will be covered if any of you need an air medical transport. AMCN Providers Transport a hundred over a hundred thousand patients a year. And as long as you fly with an AMCN provider, you will not pay a cent if you need to be transported to a hospital through the air. So make sure you check this out. Airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily. And if you use promo code daily, you'll get up to $50 back up to $50, depending on what plan you get. Very, very important coverage. Your health insurance won't cover an air medical transport. Prepare for the worst, expect the best, Prepare for the worst. This is one of those ways to prepare for the worst. Again, go to www.airmakecarenetwork.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily to get up to $50 back. 
So let's go through some of the news of the day. You guys see this? Go to my screen. Um, Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot, which I, I'm going to get heat in this. I'm going to get heat for this from some Marxist reporters in Colorado Springs. They say I am a racist because I criticize Lori Lightfoot. I, cr I criticize her because she's trash. Raffle. Not had nothing to do with her race. has to do with her politics. But now she's injecting race back into her political career. Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot will grant interviews only to black or brown journalists, local reporters say. Imagine that. Imagine being the mayor of Chicago, one of the country's largest cities, and refusing to conduct an interview with anyone who isn't black or brown. If a white person did that in reverse and said, I'm only going to take interviews from white reporters, they would be canceled so damn fast. But Lori Lightfoot, Mayor Beetlejuice herself, she gets away with it. Why? Because she's a Democrat. doesn't matter. Here you go. This, I want to show you this picture. These are the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors. They look like they haven't slept in a couple of days, don't they? That's the face of someone who realizes, oh, crap, we got found out. Like, let's look at this. I, I, there's, there's no story here. I just found this picture very, very interesting. <laughs> they have not slept in days. You, you can't look that bad and have gotten your full eight hours of sleep. No way, no how. So I wanted to play that just show you this because this is uh, pretty funny. This makes, makes me chuckle. Makes me chuckle. And then this great news. We got the McCloskeys. Mark McCloskey announced that he is running for U.S. Senate. As we've covered extensively on the show, Mark McCloskey is the gentleman in that fabulous salmon-colored polo shirt who, when BLMers were knocking at his gate, brought out his AR-15 to show them that he meant business. They tried to prosecute him for it. The charges got dropped because the prosecutor mishandled the case, actually mishandled and fabricated evidence to try and convict him and his wife. Listen, I, I, I understand that when we elect people to office that we want them to be good, faithful stewards of the Constitution. They need to be bright. This guy's smart. He's a lawyer. But if we only had one, one condition for qualifying for office, if we had to pick out of all the different qualifications, I think up there in consideration would be brandish gun to stop BLM rioters from burning down his house. I think that that is it. it I am very comfortable with this guy making our laws. <laughs> I'm very comfortable with it. The left will hate him, but I am very comfortable with it. I don't live in Missouri, but if I did, I would absolutely vote for him. And I hope that anyone in Missouri considers him and his candidacy as well. We can go ahead and take that down now. Yeah, so we, we talked a lot about this, about different stories today. Oh, this is, this is an interesting one. Um, go ahead to my screen. Um, this is from Just the News. California churches just won a major lawsuit against Governor Newsom's COVID-19 restrictions. Newsom is now required to pay the church $1.35 million to reimburse the costs of the suit. That's pretty incredible. So obviously they were suing, claiming that the restrictions against them, oh, playing an ad, um, claiming that the restrictions against the churches were unconstitutional. It looks like they won. And now as part of that victory, the state will have to reimburse them for their court costs, which are expensive. One, they keep playing ads. We've got to take that down. 1.35 million going to this, Cal, these, these California churches who sued the Newsom administration. Got some good news. People saying we don't share good news. We got to share more good news. I get it. We got, there, there's a lot of bad things going on. Um, but we, we also have to focus on the good. And when there's good, we're going to do more of a job to focus on it. This one made me laugh. 
go ahead back to my screen. Fauci wore a mask two days in a row after telling people you don't even have to wear a mask inside. Not really sure what's going on with Fauci. Not really sure. I don't think he follows the science. I don't think he believes in the experts. I don't think he believes in the determination from the CDC, which is very interesting. Very, very interesting. What does Anthony Fauci know? When did he know it? Why is he doing this? Uh, do I care? Ultimately, I don't care if he wears a mask indoors or out. He can do whatever the hell he wants. But it's very strange for someone who cares so much, apparently in his own words, about potentially sending the wrong message. It's very interesting that after delivering this new guidance, he continues to wear masks outside. I don't get it. I don't get it. I, I don't think this man gets it either. And I, I feel like I'm losing brain cells trying to go through his reasoning. So we're not going to do too much of it. But uh, he's a weird dude, guys. He's a, he's a very weird dude. So lots of people ask, how can you support our show? If you like the show, how can you support it? We have a donate link in the description on DLive. We have a donate link. If you scroll down, we also accept lemons. So that's definitely a way to support the show. Another way to support the show is to join our email newsletter. Every day we send out a fax blast campaign where you can participate in the campaign, send a fax blast to your member of Congress, to the entire Congress if you want, right, to put pressure on them to do something on a specific issue. And we try to identify issues that aren't necessarily getting mainstream media exposure. And sometimes they aren't. It's just really important and we focus on it anyway. But we've been doing this for going on a decade at this point. And we've had a ton of really big, big victories really big victories. And if you notice, if you read our facts blast, you will notice the day of, sometimes the next day, you'll start seeing the same kind of language that we put in our facts blast coming out in the GOP talking points because it's, it's that influential. And, and we have won some serious victories um, in the past and we continue to win victories, pressuring both Democrats and Republicans alike. So if that's another way to support our channel, our podcast, sign up for the email newsletter. Link is in the description. Also, sign up for our text alerts. If you haven't already, you can text the word FREEDOM to 89517, and you'll get a text alert when we go live because we really can't trust Facebook or any of these other social platforms to give you the alert, right? So we're probably going to start testing out, sending out two text alerts because we've noticed that our, our Facebook audience just plummets after the first hour, which is understandable. But Facebook isn't continuing to um, present our show into people's news feeds. They do it when we go live and then that's it. So we're going to start trying to send out a second text. It's going to be annoying and I apologize. Um, we're going to try it out, see if we get better numbers. Um, I'm going to see if it's possible to send a text out to people who haven't opened it, but I don't think the technology is there for that. But just a heads up, we're going to try that in, in the coming days uh, to see if we can get extra people, especially when we have a show where one hour is one topic and another hour is a separate topic. Sometimes people don't care about whatever topics in the first hour, which is what we tend to title our, our podcast about. Um, so if we have a podcast that's a very different topic in the second hour, we will probably be sending out that second text message. So just a heads up and just a heads up and prepare for that. Um, so not going to, not going to stretch this on too long. That's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. If you like the podcast, again, another way you can support the podcast is by downloading and subscribing to the audio versions. We, we go to great lengths to make to produce and make sure it looks nice on video, on Facebook, DLive, Twitch, and serve-daily.com. But the way we can prove the numbers to advertisers is through audio downloads. 
So if, if you haven't already, please do subscribe to the audio version of the podcast. You can find that on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Podbean. All of those links are in the description. Um, yeah, so just check out the links in the description, subscribe to the podcast, and share. Share, 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 share. Hit the share button on Facebook. Better yet, go into your little address bar, copy the URL for the video, and message it to people. Email it to people. On DLive, share the DLive. However you're watching, share it with people. We need to grow our audience. Big tech doesn't want us to grow organically. So we need your help to do it. And yes, we're going to be spending money on advertising in the coming days, trying to jump and boost up our audience numbers because we can't rely on big tech. They helped us grow to a certain point, And once they decide they want us gone, they pulled the plug on organic reach. So we need your help to reach more people. So that's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. Again, my name is Max McGuire. Happy Wednesday to everyone. Remember, the fight to take back the country isn't over. At, at times, this can seem a little bleak, but I promise you, we can win this. But the only way we win is if we all fight together.